Ah, it's you and me again. Hello and welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here and you know the jibber jabbers at the end. Ah, so we're leaping right into today's story, which is called The Cost of Dreams. Now this all happened at a time when things were simple. There was a time for everything, you see, and no one had to do anything to make that happen. Things just sort of took care of themselves. The sun came up and the sun went down. The flowers bloomed and withered and bloomed again. The tides ebbed and flowed. And the people at that time went along with how things were without ever thinking that there was another way. They were happy, as you can expect, because they knew when things would come and when things would go. And even when that meant lack for a while or dark nights or a bit of cold, they expected it and so they planned for it. The Grimoire family was no different. They lived in a small farm at the edge of a village and had done so for generations. And like their neighbours, they were a happy lot. Except for Zachariah. <laughs> now Zachariah was different. One particularly cold winter, he looked at the seasons, he looked at the dawn and the dusk, and he looked at the cycle of life around him, and he said, it's not good enough. I don't want to be cold for half the year. I don't want to sleep just because the sun has gone down, and I don't want to go hungry just because supplies have run low. Despite pleas from his family to leave things be, Zachariah started to search for ways to warm winter, cool summer, light the dark, and keep fruit on the trees all year round. And much to the surprise of his family and friends and neighbours, Zachariah's ideas began to work. He found ways to build and warm homes so that no matter how deep the snow fell, they stayed cozy and comfortable. In the summer, he found a way to cool the streams so that swimming in them was pure heaven. Most incredibly, he found ways to light the dark. From homes to country lanes to forest clearings, shadows were banished and there was light and the people celebrated. They stayed up late, they gathered in great groups, they ate and they drank, they played music, they talked, they loved and all in all <laughs> they felt smarter and bigger and better and happier than anyone in the four valleys. Now people in the other towns noticed, of course they did, but they didn't come to Zachariah until he found a way to grow food in the middle of winter. Good food, fresh food, hot and rich food all year round. The people were enthralled and amazed, and they asked Zachariah what his secret was. But... Zechariah, oh, he was no fool. <laughs> he knew that what he had was valuable. So he said to his neighbors, I will tell you how to light the dark in exchange for your land. And the people agreed. Then Zechariah said, I will show you how to heat your homes in the dead of winter 
in exchange for your healing arts. And the people agreed. Then he said, You can have my secrets for how to grow fresh food all year round in exchange for your children. Well, the people were enthralled, but they weren't stupid. No! <laughs> they said we would rather starve. So Zechariah nodded, and he said, Fair enough, fair enough. I will show you how to grow food all year round, no matter how hot or how cold, how dry or how wet, in exchange for your dreams. Well, <laughs> the people laughed at this. Compared to their children, a few dreams were a tiny price to pay. We agree, <laughs> they said. And so Zechariah began to teach he taught the first part of his secret to the people in the north town, and he put them to work in their fields that they had given him. <laughs> the people were so excited about this new knowledge that the whole family joined in, from the very youngest child to the very oldest grandparent. Then Zechariah went to the village in the east, and he taught them the next part of his secret. And again the people were so excited that every man, woman and child joined in and worked the fields. Zechariah did the same for the towns and villages in the south and in the west. By the end of it, he had taught all he knew, but he never taught everything to everyone. As a result, no matter how hard people worked, they only got as far as they could based on their knowledge and skill, forcing them to stop so another village could take over. When all was said and done, everyone had to stand by and wait for Zechariah himself to declare the process complete and the food ready. The work was hard. It was demanding. It took up every minute of every day. As a result, at night, the people went to bed so tired they didn't have time to do anything except sleep and their exhaustion was so deep that they didn't even have the strength to dream with no new stories in their hearts and their minds the people woke up the next morning and went back to the fields and back to work hoping upon hope that the part they played would yield the result and they would all be fed in the summer or the winter, no matter how hot or how cold or how wet or how dry. Zechariah watched as people got more tired and more hungry. He knew the time would come when they would start to grumble and turn to him for answers. But, ha <laughs> Zechariah was no fool. Just before the people turned, he said to the people in the north, I feel your pain, but the people in the south have failed in their tasks. Then he said to the people in the south, I feel your pain, but the people in the east have failed to deliver. And so he went on until every village believed that it was the neighboring village who had caused the crops to fail. To compensate for that failure, every village doubled their efforts, and Zechariah watched. When they were almost crippled with exhaustion and ready to give up, he went to each corner of the valley and he said, 
Your efforts have paid off. The crops are plentiful. We will all eat every summer and every winter, no matter how hot or how cold or how wet or how dry. And to every person he gave a pocket full of grain. Well, the people were so excited to hold that precious food in their hands that they forgot their exhaustion and they ran back to the fields and got back to work. And every time the full moon rose, Zachariah would call them again, announce that their efforts had paid off and give them all another full pocket of grain. This day soon became known as payday. And it still exists today. The price of payday, however, has not changed since the people made the deal with Zachariah all those years ago. That package of grain in your pocket every month, summer or winter, no matter how hot or how cold or how wet or how dry, will still cost you your dreams. Oh, <laughs> that little bark was Jack. <laughs> oh, my heaven. Ooh, okay. Well, on that note, have a beautiful day. <laughs> Drop around to www.tinaconstant.com and join the fireside. <laughs> oh, my heavens, my boy. Yep, okay, Jack wants to play. Jack, okay. <laughs> I gotta go. Have a beautiful, 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 excellent, wonderful day, and I'm gonna see you next week for more wild woolly adventures from Waffle Free Universe. Alright, have a good one. <laughs> bye now. Bye bye. <laughs>